You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening. And this morning I'm speaking to Skulk Lowe, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak in Cape Town. And a very hot Cape Town, from what I understand, Skulk. Mm. Yeah, no, no, that's... Um... It's definitely summer now with the December holiday. You know, I, I think I caught myself tough, uh, you know, three or four times, you know, walking around with jerseys and hoodies and those kind of things while brying. So, mm-hmm. um, but now suddenly January just came in and uh, very similar to the JSE, hot, hot, hot as hell. Yeah, it really has been hot, hasn't it? Was yesterday a closing high? I think it was, wasn't it? On the on the all yeah, share yeah. and the top forty. Yeah. I don't have to guess. I think that's that's that sort of. If you have a two point something day on the JSE, you know, coming off those levels, you, you should you should you should reach new new highs. Um, I think this morning I saw a tweet. I think it was uh, Johan Bierman, which tweeted just a uh, you know, few of these year to date returns. Uh, I think you mentioned that he don't like doing these type of things. I mean, <laughs> I, I, and, I, and I reckon you know, thirteen days in, it's, it might be might be a bit early, but um, people don't, you know, especially these 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 uh, South African bears don't want to don't want to see these type of data but he just he just tweeted and uh, uh, at Johan Bierman one I'm gonna quote you now you know bumper start locally this year 2022 returns in USD so this is in US dollar terms yes I'm gonna do his first one last so Nasdaq minus 2.9 percent S&P 500 minus 0.8 percent euro stocks up 0.9 percent FTSE 100 plus 3.6 percent Nikkei 225 minus 0.4 percent and drum roll the JSE currently used the terms you know up to yesterday up 7.2 percent look at that 2020. isn't that extraordinary in fact we were ta- I was talking about it with another commentator and, and we were talking about on the day where Kumba iron ore was up nine and a half percent on the close so w- what's going on iron ore is doing nothing the rand is actually stronger so what's happening and I put forward the idea that there are certain fund managers maybe it's one huge fund manager or a couple of decent sized fund managers whether they be local or international scope that would have come in and said okay it's 2022. Let's get get stuck in, and with relatively thin conditions in the first couple mm. of weeks of trading, perhaps that exacerbated or exaggerated rather the moves. I don't know what you think, but it's. It, I don't quite understand why the market has been so ebullient and and so fizzy. Yeah, Lindsay, I think that the one thing I at end of last just did a few 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 graphs again, which which are distributed. Where I just again look at the the, the MSCI value, or let's call it MSCI World Value Index, relative against the MSCI Normal World Index. And you know, I know that tweet or that graph has been 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 you know. It's, it's been overplayed like some of these songs. I mean, I, I remember how, how excited I was to, to hear Adele's new song. Now, I mean, yeah, it's like every time I go easy on me, I, I just want to just go easy on my, on my, on my, you know, high five car radio or whatever. Just, but anyway, that's not what I want to get to. No, um, please stop with it, the it, music stuff, if you would. Thank you. Know, you. Those, those graphs, those graphs, those graphs, I know has been, been, been overplayed and overshown over the past year, but you can clearly see. Over the past, let's call it week and a half. Well, let's call it the first, well, 2022. How um, value is currently massively, massively, massively outperforming growth and yes. also just a normal index. And then 
I'm turning my attention towards South Africa. You know, when we look at our P's and our forward P's, I mean, end of last year, uh, I highlighted the fact that when you look at the one-year forward P on the JSC all share on that stage, dipped below the the, the the 10 level. So when single single figures, yes, it's not single figures anymore because we had this massive run, but still, you know, looking at a 11, 12 times forward P's, this is value territory. And you can be a South African bear as much as you like. That sort of suddenly hits the radar of all of these value managers globally. And I think that's more or less what we've seen. I mean, look at NASPAS yesterday. Yes, NASPAS. 9.3% higher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think, I mean, you mentioned yesterday, I'm going to actually have a look today. And I'll actually look at, you know, biggest one-day moves in NASPAS ever. I would say, Scout, sorry to interrupt you, I would say that since it became Tencent, uh, there's there's been various stages of NASPAS's progression as a company. It used to be a, a newspaper publisher, for goodness sake, and that's still a tiny part of its business. But since Tencent, I don't think you will ever have seen a move like we saw yesterday in percentage terms. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, you know, while we while we have this conversation, I, I can quickly see if I can 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 get that information. But I mean, you're 100 percent right. This is this is this is moves that we haven't seen, um, you know, either ever or you know, in a very very long time. Now, you know, Tencent is also one of these Chinese companies has been hammered. I mean, China have the worst, you know, one of the worst years last year, not just in terms of performances, but it was just, I mean, it was in the news constantly. It was constantly in the news, either for regulation purposes. It doesn't matter what the, what the, but the news story was, it was usually just bad. So, I mean, and I think that sort of created an environment where we suddenly China, Chinese stocks, specifically China's internet stocks, is, is, is suddenly in value territory. I, I mean, I, mm. I looked at Tencent also again end of last year. Now, Tencent was also one of these, these, these Amazons, uh, Facebooks, these these internet companies which um, traded at quite exuberant valuations two three years ago, and I was quite surprised to suddenly see the likes of a Tencent trading at at, at forward peaks of of below twenty times. Now, yes, it's not your single digits. It's not. You know, Massively cheap, but I mean, any any internet company that's currently trading at at at, at those type of multiples, as mentioned, is suddenly hitting a a, a massive massive value radar. Add to that Naspers that's trading at a discount to to you know, process process trading at a discount to you know, to ten cent. You 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 create an environment where you know suddenly these these value seekers just falls in love with these type of companies and like i said nine nine point something percent that that's that's evidence that's just evidence so monster move and that was uh the main contributor i think to the i think it was 2.6 percent uh, rise on the all share index in the the top 40 index yesterday and who are us who are we to reason why uh, but let's just take it while we can look at the rand let's start let's get some, yeah. have a look at some spot prices now okay dollar rand 15.34 it's rallied 100 basis points in, in six weeks, I think it is. A British pound against the Rand, 2105. Euro Rand, 1756. Euro dollar, my goodness me, <laughs> look at that dollar weakening. Look at that thing. 114.50 now. Mm. Um, the, the euro in the ascendancy, the dollar under pressure. I think it's more dollar weakness than euro strength. That's a three quarters of a percent gain for the euro versus the dollar. Last night in the United States, the Dow Jones was just slightly higher. S&P was up 0.3%. The Nasdaq was up a quarter of a percent. 
This morning in the Far East, Tokyo is a percent lower, Shanghai down 1.2%, and the Hang Seng, after a terrific day yesterday, is 0.2% weaker. Uh, on commodities, uh, your favourite, uh, the yellow metal, is 18.26. The platinum price is up 25 to 9.72, and palladium is down 15 to 18.97 dollars an ounce. You know, I was watching a really boring football match last night, Skunk, between Tottenham and Chelsea. It was boring because uh, I don't like Chelsea winning, and they were. So I switched to crude oil, uh, the oilprice.com website, which I favour. And uh, it, it kept on flirting with $85 a barrel. And I kept on looking at it and thinking, well, it's not 75 it's 85 And I was waiting to take a screenshot and tweet it out when it got to 85 but I couldn't find it. And it's now back to $84.27 a barrel, which is down nearly half a percent, but still... Elevated, elevated levels. West Texas is $82.24 a barrel, uh, down half a percent. And on the commodities theme, I have to tell you, and I've tweeted it in the last half hour, that the CRB index, the Commodity Research Bureau index, which is an index of many, many widely traded and um, widely used commodities worldwide, is at the highest level since uh, late 2014. And oh, um, yeah, nice. no, it's good. It's, it's two hundred and it's nearly two hundred and sixty-one. Anyway, have a look at uh, have a look at the tweet, and you'll see this has been a precipitous uh, rise. If if a rise can be precipitous, anyway, a steep rise. So that's uh, interesting. The U.S. ten-year bond yield on the back of that is doing absolutely nothing. It's one point seven five percent. Bitcoin. Some people are putting out the outlandish suggestion that Bitcoin is an inflation hedge. Uh, it's forty-three. <laughs> <laughs> it's forty-three thousand seven. That idea is transitory. That that idea, I would say, is transitory. That was one of the words of last year, wasn't it? I wonder what the word of two thousand and twenty-two is going to be. We'll uh, we'll develop that theme uh, later on in the year. Forty-three thousand seven hundred and thirty is Bitcoin, which in um, in the last uh, day is two point seven percent higher the south african 10-year bond yield with that stronger rand and actually not doing very much at all 9.40 percent i still think that's a buy i still think mm. that you, you should be buying the south african bond market skulk tell me about your bond oh, exposure sure. or rather your view on the bonds yeah I, I, I would definitely say it. i got a got an overweight view on on local bonds still i mean last year had a okay um uh, get a performance better than better than money market at least mm. but going forward although i'm you know and i'll join the view and i chatted about the 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 the, the, the big investment houses and they let's call it consensus outlook for 2022 and 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 the one thing that they all got in common is they would stay definitely clear of international government bonds i think two two of the big guys i think i can recall i think it was goldman sachs and jp morgan they actually see you know net negative returns i think the one actually saw a five percent negative return in, in dollar terms so this is i would say definitely a place to say clear that said with this type of yields um, you know the South African bond bond market is looking quite attractive. But foreigners don't seem to think so. We've had net net foreign outflows, I think, for for four or five months in a row now. Um, but I do think that this is the time where I would be be nibbling in, the, in that that area as well. And I would say justify an overweight overweight position. 
Yeah, it's uh, it seems to me as though it's a standout buy. If you um, have the propensity to take on risk in in an emerging market, and as we know, when the rand is is doing so well and everyone's enthusiastic, something happens and it turns around. But let's not talk about that now. Let's have a talk about the top five major movers on the upside and downside on my fifteen minute delayed screen. Steinhoff doing it again. Six and a half percent higher. I think Pepco came out with a, a quarterly yeah. update. That's helped probably. But it's five rand seventy-five. Wasn't it sixty seventy cents a share at the at, at the height of negativity towards Steinhoff? Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. I, I, again, I don't have the the, the figures here um, in terms of what 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 was the lows on on Steinhoff. But um, yeah, they, they came out this morning, and um, yeah, they just they just mentioned, you know, that they they, they Pepco Group, um, uh, just to say why we see this movement. Now, Pepco Group, it's one of their subsidiaries, and and they own you know well-known brands like Pepco and and Deals, uh, which is currently really really growing very very fast. Um, mm. They brought a trading update, you know, for the three month ended 31st of December. And and the group revenue jumped by twelve percent. Now okay. that's that's a that's quite a quite a uh, you know, substantial jump. So I just get the feeling you can you can see these these litigations, all the things and all the 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 the, the let's call it um, looking after shareholders in terms of um, how they accommodated is now coming to an end. And and the more it's coming to an end, I think the more people are realizing, yeah, maybe. Maybe Steinhoff will survive this, and if they do survive this, they're sitting with quite a few nice brands. I mean, we're just talking about these these brands that reported this morning, which is currently growing very, very well. So, yeah, I'd, I would say I'm not going to call one 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 swallow a summer. We've we've seen quite a few times last year where we just had you know a, a bit of bad news, and then suddenly you see you know you don't see Steinhoff move up six and a half percent, but you see it dropped in you know fifteen percent in one day. So just be careful, be um, be very cautious when you when you when you when you look at this. And Lindsay, just um, before we continue, I, I need to to mention this. We I did say I'm going to quickly have a look. Go on. Um, so 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 Naspers. Uh, you know, this is not the largest move that we've seen um, in in uh, let's call it since since process developed. Um, well, I, I just used since the beginning of 2016 because when you just turn the clock back um, to you know, 2021, and we don't have to go very back you know, much much further than the 10th of August. 10th of August, Nasdaq yeah. last year also um, increased 10.6 percent. Goodness me! Day, so. Yeah, so this is the second largest then, okay. second largest move that uh, we've seen in in Aspers and let's call it in five years time. Very good. Okay, let's have a look at the movers this morning. As I said, uh, Steinhoff up six and a half percent, Montauk Montauk Renewables up one point nine percent, Supergroup a one point eight percent winner, Sappy is up one point three percent, Harmony up a percent. On the downside, Process after yesterday's surge down 2.6%. Naspers after yesterday's surge, down 2.5%. Uh, Telcom is 1.4% uh, loser. And um, Industrial REIT, I don't know what that is, down 1.3%. And Equitus, uh, down 1.3%. Any other shares that have um, uh, been the subject of investors' attention this morning, Skulk? No, not not really. I mean, uh, it's it's been a very very quiet day. I think a uh, little company, Tharisa, mining company that, that deals in, in in PGMs and and also um, Chrome, 
they they also um, brought out the uh, well, production report, not really a trading report, but a production report. And it does seem like these companies are doing well. I mean, they, they were talking about their basket. Um, that's uh, the basket of, of PGMs and also naturally the, the, the Chromes. Um, that the, spot, the current spot basket is, is, is trading around you know, $2,700 per ounce. And that's versus the previous quarter of $2,394 per ounce. So you can understand, you know, why we've got suddenly got some interest in, in, in our local you know, mines. We had a massive day. I think it was like a 4%, 4.1% movement in, in our Resi 10 yesterday. And when you see these type of results, um, it's, it's, it's definitely for, for good reason. Um, and just to get back to you, um, uh, I don't want to you know, jump around, but I am going to. <laughs> is, um, <laughs> the, 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 you, you were talking, uh, sorry, you were, you, were, you were going on on, on the, the dollar index and you moved to, to all the different currencies. Yes. Dollar index is an interesting one. That's one that I actually, uh, I think two weeks ago, I, I just sent a tweet out where I just cautioned everyone that, that it's it's really really starting to flirt with that um, let that fifty day moving average on that stage. Now it's now solidly broken the 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 the, uh, the fifty day moving average. Fifty day moving average for um, the, the the Dixie or the on US the, on, on the downside. You mean? Yeah, yeah. To the downside. I mean, I'll 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 I'll, I'll actually just um, what I'll do is I'll show this graph after after we have this podcast, and I'll just I'll tag for all the listeners to go and have a look at. It. But you can clearly see how that um, how it actually broke in the fifty day. Um, fifty days run about the ninety five point nine levels. Currently trading, you know, as you mentioned, you know, below those levels, way below those levels. Um, so <clears throat> next stop uh, is the is the you know, the the um the the 2200 day yeah. which uh, if that's that's reached that could be that could be chaos because um 200 days currently around about the 93 93.11 levels uh, a break below those levels could very much see us back at 90 um could that happen i don't know i'm not a i'm not a my crystal ball is foggiest in the, most of days but um <laughs> i would say you know 90 levels could could play play in the hand not not only in in the likes of gold PGMs, you know these precious metals because they do tend to have an inverse correlation with the the dollar index. But it could also be very good for for the South African rand, natural rand dollar, uh, which 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 could help our inflation figures, which um, yeah, tend to be a, a problem globally. So let's just check that one. Just watch watch that one. Watch the watch the US dollar index for the next week or so. Jolly good, Skunk. Um, after uh, 40 minutes of trading, please give us the prevailing JSE prices uh, on the indices that you follow. So, as you mentioned, you know, we, we've, we've seen a bit of a breather to this morning. JSE currently trading at 75,476 points. That's down half a percent. Uh, resource index, yeah, not not really, you know, too 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 far off. Down 62 basis points. Industrials down 72 basis points. Naturally, with NASPAS process pulling back a little bit, taking a bit of profit. And the financial index down again today, 0.32%. And the SA property index only down six basis points. Very good. Skunk, thanks very much for your analysis this morning and last night. Skunk Blow is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak in, in Cape Town. And um, j just before we go, uh, Skunk, uh, it, it's hot already in Cape Town at uh, 22.10, I think it is. Um, it's projected to get to 36, 37 degrees today. Yep, 
Yep, yep, yep. It's uh, it's a, uh, it's a hot, hot, hot day forecasted. Um, and tomorrow again Gosh. another hot day forecasted. So uh, yeah, like I said, let's enjoy it. Let's enjoy summer. Indeed. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next Wednesday. That's Skulk Glow. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors, and do not reflect the policy position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.